Today's episode of Better Call Saul is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. Head on over to Cufflinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order, no minimum. Cufflinks.com has the greatest products for looking good. They have all the geeky stuff. Man, if you want like a Star Wars tie pin, you want some Cufflinks that have the Captain America shield, Game of Thrones, all the sports teams, college sports teams, they have everything to add that little touch to make you look great. So look awesome when you step out the door tomorrow. Go to cufflinks.com, use code DVR20 today. Welcome back to Daily DVR Does Better Call Saul. My name, of course, is Axel, and my co-host on this amazing journey is Heath Sintazo. And tonight we have a very special guest. It's nobody. Heath is the only person here with me. What's up, pal? Whoa, speaking of nobody, I watched the Bob Odenkirk <laughs> movie Nobody the nice. other night. Yeah, that's a good one. It's fun. It it's is. Fun. It is a fun one. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about something else that Bob Odenkirk was in. It's called Better Call Saul Season 6, Episode 6, oh. in, entitled Axe and Grind. Every episode this season is something and something. Um, this is actually, this episode was actually directed by Gus Giancarlo Esposito directed the episode. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It seems right? like every, yeah, every actor is getting their directorial debuts and in this final season. I think that's super cool. And, you know, I think it just really speaks to what a family they've created. They're giving everybody a shot. I mean, Hey, you know as well as I solo, it can be very difficult to 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 jump that void between actor and production, you know, talent and production. And even in today's day and age where a lot of other things, a lot of other hurdles don't exist anymore, like, you know, movie stars don't do TV. Now they do. Movie stars don't do commercials. Now they do. But it's still sometimes hard to to become a successful director people don't take you seriously so i think that's cool that they're giving the actors a shot um and uh, we'll be here for the rest of the season of course we have one more episode until the break then we're going to take a break and we're going to return july 11th so it's quite a break uh not quite two months a little over a month uh in that time we'll be back at the westworld theory cast uh, that's coming back, so I'll be doing both both Westworld and Better Call Saul at the same time. Go subscribe Whoa. to the Westworld Theory Cast. You can find out more about that and all of our other pods at dvrpodcast.com. You can also consider supporting us and becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dvr. Thank you to all of our amazing patrons. I love each and every one of you. You are the best. It you around. No, we're gonna bring you down. Yeah, baby. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I love that song. I have to sing it too. Um, but thank you, patrons. Seriously, whether it's uh, some give a dollar, some give more, it doesn't matter because it's just supporting us, and it feels good. It it keeps us going. 
and uh, really appreciate it. And now that the summer's around, I'll be getting a lot more Patreon pods like we did a couple weeks ago. Heath, Andy, and I uh, just talked about a bunch of TV, Shining Girls. Um, uh, we talked about, you guys talked about Ozark a little bit. We talked a little bit about, what's the, what's the uh, Andrew Garfield? Under the Banner book? of Heaven. Under the Banner of Heaven. So check that out. Actually, I was just texting with John Wambacher about Shining Girls. He's a shout out to John. Hope you're feeling better, pal. Um, hey, feel but, better, buddy. Uh, he was watching Shining Girls. And uh, before we get into the show, I do just want to give a shout out to Kim from New Jersey. Kim, thank you. You are amazing. Gave us a great review over on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate that, Kim. Thank you. And it's not Kim from Albuquerque or Kim from Nebraska. (laughs) It's Kim from New Jersey, baby. Oh, that's good. Well, you know, maybe that's where she relocated. Oh, that's oh my god. That's it. At the end of this, Kim's going to be like, "Surprise, guys. It's me, Kim. I'm here. I'm a real person. I'm a real person. They didn't make me up." But um all right. So, little bit of a kind of controversial episode in some ways, I think, you know. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about it cuz I don't know if you knew this, Heath, but um you know, you last week, you were not super enthused. You had a little, you were like, always the quality of the show is high, of course, but you felt that they were, maybe it was just getting a little bit slow, you know? And after this episode, there were some people saying that, I, you know, we have some comments actually over on the Facebook page here, uh, our good friend Gina, who we're going to have on for an episode. Uh, let's see. Where's her comment here? Oh, man. I almost had that transition good. But I, why, why is Hey, it? you know. There we go. I you know, some, some t- Axel, go sometimes ahead. Better Call Saul is slow. Sometimes we're a little <laughs> slow on our transitions. That's true. We are slow. Um Gina said, I would say next week needs to bring the heat. The last few episodes seem overly drawn out. The time dedicated to this Howard thing needs to net out in an impactful way, or it runs the risk of being a huge fart bomb of a first half of the season. Whoa. Um, What did you think of this episode? So, I mean, I... I, I, I liked this episode, but I probably would have liked, see, I would have liked it more had last week not been so cutesy and, you know, stuff like, I, you know, having a couple in a row. I mean, I know after the Nacho death, so we've had like three episodes. I mean, I like the episode after Nacho's death, but it just seems like we've had really three episodes that. Maybe could have been two, I, and I, I don't know. Um, it, but but Gina's right. It really depends, Axel, how next week is. Yeah, because there's so many little details, and they're doing that, especially this season, where we're not we're not in the circle. We have little bits and pieces, but we really don't know what's hap- what's going to happen. Could have some idea. They give little hints, but how does it all come together? I think I might have a little idea watching it twice this time. I didn't watch the episode twice last week. Uh, I did this time. Or maybe I did. No, I didn't. But I did this week. I, 
again, it, <clears throat> I have a history with Better Call Saul where I do get bored, but I appreciate how good the show is. It's almost like you have the greatest filmmakers and you may not have much of a story that week, but they they do it so well that you can't say it's awful. Yeah. But you could say, eh, it was all right. I wish I was binging it. You know, so um, I don't know. I, 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 You know, last week, I, I, I'm wondering, last week might have been a better episode, but I liked this week a little more. Mm. if that makes any sense it does because it's also sub- just subjective too you're feeling it you're you you know right. wh- whatever mood the character is in and you're right this episode had a lot less you know panache directorially and uh, cinematography wise than this episode did so i liked that i thought that this episode to me i had I have a theory, which is, I'll say, I think that we, I think that there was in the first episode back and in throughout the season, there's been the impending doom of Lalo, right? Right. And since we knew where, now that we know where Lalo is, I think that takes the heat off that. We thought someone was following Jimmy and Kim. Oh, it turned out that that was actually Mike protecting them, right? And Gus in right. a way, kind of protecting them, looking out for Lalo. So a lot of the te- of the things that I think we felt were going to be points of tension turned out to dissipate. And we and right. we and all the stuff we saw with Gus too and we're continuing to see um because Jimmy and Kim didn't seem too worried about Lalo this episode. They didn't even really mention it, right? So I think that that has dissipated, But even and even the Gus part, too. So I think that that has a little bit to do with it. But I think Gina has clued into something, which is this episode did fill me with a sense of dread. It really did. Mm -hmm. And the dread it filled me with is I I started to feel something, and I hope I'm wrong about this prediction, my friend, okay? I really hope I'm wrong. But I'm starting to feel like Jimmy and Kim might accidentally kill Howard. That whatever drug they're going to give him, and I think Mm -hmm. that they were testing it on Jimmy, you know, um, is going to have some adverse reaction or lead to something with his wife, or I don't know. And it's just, I think, like we were talking about earlier in the season, where, you know, the 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 name of the episode title from last season when they came up with this plot was something unforgivable. Mm. And I feel like that's what they're going to do. So I did oh. get that feeling. This episode, I can see where people are coming from. I Again, I don't agree. I lo- I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I can right. see where people are coming from with the kind of, there isn't that tension like we're used to in Breaking Bad. Is Walt going to get caught? Is Hank going to kill him? Is Hank going to die? Is this person going to die? We're not, I feel like that's kind of lessened but I do feel like there is going to be a jolt. The way this episode ended with Kim making the decision to give up the opportunity 
maybe she could reschedule, but still it seemed like that wouldn't, you know, in these type yeah. of things, you got to hit when the, when the hitting's good, you know? So when the iron's hot, when the iron's hot, something, something like that. Yeah. That's what they say. So this is jack- like Wolfman Jack right now. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, We're rolling down the highway. Um, <laughs> jack- this Jackson Mercer foundation, she turned away from that to complete the Howard thing. So I think that shows the dedication. But, yeah, that's just the feeling that I'm getting, man. I, I'm just you – know, I, I understand where people are coming from. But I did feel like this episode did a good job of having an underlying dread. And especially, like, look what happened with, with fucking Lalo and uh, what's-his-name Wolfgang or whatever, the German dude. Like, that was – that did not go well. Casso. Uh, Casper. Yeah. So, okay. So let me rewind a little bit and get, get my thoughts in. So the controversy you talk about is people think it's slow. Is that? Yeah. I think that there's just a lot of people feeling like there isn't that same level of like, people are worried about Kim still this kind of, Ooh, maybe, you know, what's going to happen to Kim, you know, slipping Jimmy and all that. But um, I think I read some reviews and such that some people felt like you did, like maybe they could have condensed these three episodes into two quicker episodes that, you know, some of the scenes that they took a long time with, maybe from the directing standpoint or whatever, that it was just dragging a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm 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 going to. I'm Le- OK, you go, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, let me talk. OK, yes, I, I shouldn't have asked a question. Talk. I shouldn't have asked a question. Then I wouldn't. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> then I won't stop yapping. <laughs> then I won't. No, no, it's good. Um, okay. See, I think one of the issues is this type of episode. Last week's type of episode was like almost like run of the mill seasons one and two of Saul. Okay, you introduce the cartel. You start getting shootouts. You start getting some of that Breaking Bad elements in it. So you got a mixture of both and the intense beginning of the season for a final season with, especially with the whole nacho thing Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and the, the freaking like Tarantino Sam Peckinpah shootout. That was amazing. Unfortunately, when you get that, especially the first three episodes and you have a major death with, I think one of the best episodes ever (laughs) aside from smuggling, not showing how he got smuggled, um, but we'll 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 see rulers and granite or ice or whatever. Um, but anyway, I think that is kind of the issue right now because the main plot line right now with Kim and Jimmy is this whole Howard thing, and that's vintage Saul, vintage Better Call Saul, and then you get the Breaking Bad stuff, and it just it, it just felt like it wasn't balanced right i mean they they did it in a way where we got that breaking bad stuff early we ended the season that way we got it early and you almost feel like you're watching breaking bad again but then when it it slows down and you get this not monotony but just this slower pace and even though we're wondering what happens to some of our favorite characters it's just like, okay, what's happening? So I think that's the bad taste in the mouth. And then you get last week's episode, which wasn't bad, but got so cutesy and it felt like it wasted time 
showing things that we, okay, we get it. And so I think that's kind of what's in our taste buds right now. You, for instance, you love this stuff and you, you, you're, you're, you're good at letting the creators do their thing. And you, you usually don't judge completely until it plays out where everyone, unfortunately, the Thrones, every show, when it's the final season, we judge it harsher. That's true. And that's part of the problem. People are expecting to get blown away every episode in a final yeah. season. Great point, and dude. Great point. That's not this show. And but in retrospect, it usually is a better show after it's played out. Kind of like The Wire used to do, where you'd watch the first episode of The Wire, you have no idea what's going on. You watch the whole season, you do a rewatch, and you're like, oh my God, there were so many clues there. Um, you know, whether they're getting a little too cute and see they're building up this how this D-Day thing. And if it doesn't come off the way fans like it, I could see them being uh, not liking it. But you brought up the whole what if Howard has an allergic reaction and dies or something that I didn't even think of that. Well, I mean, that would that would have been, you know, that would be just that's a crazy idea that would really uh, extend the stakes or whatever, you know. Well, when they're at the vets, that's what. And I agree with everything you said. And, of course, that's true, too, uh, especially about it being the final season. You're totally right, man. People, that's something that I forget about. And and I guess I'm forgetting I'm about not, it because they're breaking it up into two parts. Right. And I'm not and, – and this isn't – I mean, I, I agree with Gina. It's not – and it's not even – it's not even like our peeps i want to say because <laughs> we have our patrons and our listeners are very smart and you know and they get it but it's it, I, I but i mean there's a lot of hate out there but i'm not even i don't even look at that but i'm just like you know i'm a little worried too because you know i i want the final season to be to be great you know and i trust them but i'm just you know i'm a little worried and this build, I mean, just Axel, this buildup of D-Day and Howard, I'm just a little like, is it going to be, what's it going to be, you yeah. know? Is it going to, f- uh. and you know, when Kim was doing the U-turn, which I was just in Hanaheim for two days, and I had to do like 22 U-turns to get where I'm going every time. <laughs> um, it's a long story. Uh, but Anaheim, I, I, the city I, of U-turns. Yes, city of U-turns. Uh, then I was thinking of the Oliver Stone movie. But no, I, I was I had like flashbacks of Kim getting into that accident, oh, yeah. <laughs> which it was, you know, I just felt, got that feeling. I'm like, oh no. Well, I what? think you were supposed to get that feeling because it's a similar feeling, right? That she's having mm-hmm. too and making a bad decision and, you know, going headlong into something. But um, good shit, man. Good shit. Well, let's st- let's talk a little bit. Having said that, have, yeah. having said that, let's talk <laughs> about this episode a little more detail yeah. because we okay. start out with a great flashback. Another one. This is the second Kim as a kid flashback. Remember the first one we got was last season when she refused to get into her drunk mom's car, and she ended right. up like bringing home her huge instrument from school. Um, in this one, 
it appears that she's shoplifted. Her mom comes in. Her mom does a little bit of a con artist job too on the guy, which is, which also is very obvious from the beginning, right? Like, and her mom's great too. And it's so great the way both of them have like the Kim mannerisms about them. Oh, I know. Even the voice yeah. of the mom. It's I like, was like, wait a minute. Is that Ray, Ray Seahorn doing the voice of the Yeah, you know, mom? that's what I thought too. I was like, is that her sister or something or her cousin? Right, or like, right. And the little girl too. And I mean, they of course direct it, but like with the shaking of the foot. Uh, oh, which we've yeah. seen Kim do before and Jimmy as well. Um, and uh, I just think this whole scene was it. It gives us. We had talked about not really knowing that much about her and then seeing that one scene and being able to say, OK, she is obviously like an adult child of an alcoholic and she had to be old when she was young. Right. Have this responsibility. Mm-hmm. But now we see too. Oh, okay. Because we had both kind of said maybe she, maybe her mom was a con artist or something. And it seems like her mom, maybe it wasn't her all she did, but being an addict or an alcoholic, being a con artist is part of that. And they pull, it seems to me, and the question I had for you is did it, I've read some reviews and talks and read and some talks, some people said, Kim just stole the thing and then the mom turned it into a con, right? With the getting the necklace and then taking the the earrings mm-hmm. or whatever too. Or was it a scam from the beginning, do you think, that she was running with her mom? Well, you know, at first I, I, I did think that the mom just took advantage of the situation and did it. But the weird thing with her, with Kim holding her mom's hand like, because at that point, before she she starts smiling and is easy on Kim, but like you're thinking she's going to get reprimanded. But when they turn the corner, it's kind of like, ha, ha, ha. And yeah, and but it didn't seem like young Kim was like, I, I was trying to figure out, is she like, oh, my mom's not mad at me. Cool. She just seemed to have that down face like she was in on it. Mm. you know so i got that from the acting but it it was very hard to tell like she could have been confused wait you're not mad at me you're happy and then she's figuring out like her mom's not oh taking advantage of the situation so yeah i don't know um it it did play off if i you know water gun to my head it did come off as it was all the mom but okay who knows but but it would make sense in the show if that was a mother daughter con right yeah it or right or, or or that maybe it was in a way hinting towards that or yes right like maybe, maybe that was the start mm, of yeah more to come that the, could have been the she was yeah. in on it but not her mom didn't tell her everything she just played her part well not maybe not realizing what was happening and maybe from then on like she grabs her hand maybe that's when they got closer and they started running cons on people interesting yes i like that because the her mom is like she says to her wow i didn't know you i didn't think you had it in you right right she's like kind of happy and you're right kim seems upset and it could be because she was a young girl doing something bad to get attention Right. 
Right. To get, right. she wanted her mom, you know, a lot of times when you have a parent that is an addict or doesn't act like a parent, you mess up as a kid to make them reprimand you because when they reprimand you, there's a certain safe, there's a safety in it, right? It's just yeah. the same thing with like why, you know, like a pack animal, like a dog, like when you get a dog, it, it, it can st- actually start seeking out a beating because it, you know, this is the way abusive relationships happen. And right, I think that's right. the kind of we're seeing. And then they play the song, the reflex by Duran Duran. Oh yeah, the baby. Reflex. And that song is He's a, a lonely child. There you go. You say you're saying the lyrics. That's actually a pretty it- deep song. It's about, yeah the human condition and our, and the reflex reactions we have from childhood and from experiences that we've had. Right. And also the ones we have that are kind of animalistic or that we don't understand that are reflexive. They either become reflexive, right. Or they're reflexive for all people. And I think that this, that, that is, says a lot about both the, the need for love and attention and security but also the rush from pulling off the con, right? Like she gets to know the reflex of the bad stuff, the dopamine hit from that. So I just, I thought this, this was, this said so much about her and why she's doing what she's doing now with Howard and how just because Mm -hmm. of the shit he put her through because of Jimmy at HHM, when with Chuck and everything, she holds his grudge, axe and grind, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Axel Foley. So I guess I'm the grind. Okay. Yeah, you're the goo. I'll grind you, baby. I'm the grind. Um, I'm the grind. Well, you got Lady Solo to grind you. By the way, congrats, Lady <laughs> anyway. Solo, on the pod. Let's give a shout yes. out to Lady Solo. Congrats to her. Speaking School of. School is over graduation, yep. graduation, Long Beach State. Love it, baby. It's over. It's over. Great accomplishment. It was a good time. Um, But says so much about so much about Kim. I thought that this little scene was brilliant. Everybody was awesome. The music. Yeah. And they show the Nebraska license plate once again, like really big and Mm -hmm. close up for you to see it. Mm hmm. Or my Billy Bob Thornton. Mm -hmm. Gene. Yeah, but Gene. Gene's in Nebraska. And again, actually, Gina was saying to me on the Facebook, she's like, I I don't think uh, I don't think that she'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Forget about that, Axel. It's like, come on, give us some hope, Gina. Bill Kava agrees. Bill Kava thinks we're going to get all Gene episodes after the next episode. I I know. How how about that? He's not the only one. Yeah. He's not the only one. So I, it's, I, you know, Hey, it could happen. Yeah, but that's, that's the question, right? Is if what, ha- if are, are we going to stick around to see the aftermath of what happens to Howard or is it going to be whatever this is, is going to break them in, in some way that we find out what happened through the genes. You know, I, I just started to think yeah. about that. The way or they... we could just have cold opens of Saul and have uh, Gene episodes. That's what I'm saying is that they reverse it, right? And they right. 
that's what I was starting to think when I was kind of thinking to myself, like, while I was taking notes for the show, and I was like, man, they really love to mess with the time, which they didn't really do in this episode. They did. It was a flashback, but they didn't do what they had done right. in some previous episodes where they show us something we're going to see at the end of the episode. But in a way, right. they did, because the choice that Kim makes is because of that experience with her mom and her, right. So it's kind of, in a way they did kind of do that, but, right. um, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say, but, uh, That's Oh, okay. I was thinking, I was just thinking about the different ways they tell the story. And one thing I was thinking when Bill Kava said that, like, uh, I think he was joking, but maybe he meant it, that like, it would be all gene when we return. I was thinking maybe they could actually do that. And then they meet, from the other way right like right. instead of working up to gene we go to gene we see whatever he's doing there's a storyline there and then we get some little flashbacks or he interacts with kim or someone you know or it or tells a story about what happened and then we actually we never see it we just, it's almost like in a flashback or in passing that we actually find out how this story ends. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. But uh, speaking of uh, another story, we see uh, a great scene at the vet here with Dr. Caldera, who has been in every season of Better Call Saul. And there were some great articles that were written about this guy. Do you remember him, Heath? I do. Uh, uh, did he uh, operate on Nacho? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He has touched everyone. That was a big... He, it, whoa, whoa. He, <laughs> Easy divinals. Well, hey, he is a doctor. Um, oh, yeah. He got... He was the one who, remember, got basically got Mike the first jobs and kind of introduced him That's into right. the world. Right. That's right. He introduced Jimmy and Huel because Jimmy needed like a pickpocket. And he, right. he he used the Rolodex and got Huel. And actually a little bit of a Easter egg. People think they've decoded the screenshot of the little black book. And supposedly well, the, the Zodiac killer. <laughs> yes. Supposedly it says like Huel and all this. You can look it up on the internet. I put it on our I link to it on our Facebook page, but it's just a bunch of but words or whatever. But um but also if you remember, we've seen this book before. You know what? I don't. When did we see this book before, Axel? Well, solo. In the very first scene of this season, an FBI agent picks it up, uh, sees what's written in it, and they throw it in the not like like the garbage pile or something. And it gets thrown out with the with the, the big uh, uh, the big uh, cardboard Jimmy. Mm. We do get a little best quality vacuum. So uh, yeah, exactly. That's a great, that, mm -hmm. that was a fun little one, even though it was not little, they kind of was like, what's this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was not at all small, which I thought was a little yeah. unlike them, but, um, that was kind of funny. What's this? Um, but can we, we look at it? 
Yeah. What's that? What, vacuum? Uh, but we know, though, that Jimmy oh. will end up with this <laughs> yeah. book. You know? And probably... Right. And because what we're seeing is after Breaking Bad, events in Breaking Bad and the way that Jimmy is able to, you know, work with Walt has to do with this book, too. So, you know, we'll have mm-hmm. to see how he gets it. He buys it from him. Maybe he buys it from him or, you know, is Mike involved, too? Because uh, I've been, some people I read online, people were thinking, uh, were saying that maybe it's also Mike you know, because Robert Forrester is in that book who got in touch. But then again, it's not like that's the only contact. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It There's a lot make, of contact. Yes. It would, it would make sense that this one veterinarian doesn't have more contacts than like Gus or Mike does by the time of Breaking Bad. You know what I'm saying? Like. There, yeah. There's other but ways it was to a, get info. Yeah, but it was a nice, uh, it was a nice shout out. Yes, to definitely. the late great Robert Forrester. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, yeah. and we find out that, and there's a and there's an interesting little line here, where at the end of the scene, just before they see how big Jimmy's eyes are all bugging out, yeah, where Jimmy's like, he says to Kim, "Why would he retire? You know, like he's got every, yeah. every he's got this whole life." And she just simply says, he knows what he wants. And I think Mm -hmm. that says a lot about her too, right? Yeah, exactly. So like, I guess I, so his eyes were bugging out. I was his face. Like it looked like he had a facelift. I don't know what was going on there. (laughs) It was weird. I I think it was special K. I think that's what he gave him like ketamine, right? right? It's like a horse tranquilizer, right? possibly I've, well I never did special well, if it's a horse tranquilizer though he said he the doc said it would be like drinking two red bulls on an empty stomach isn't a tranquilizer go the other way well it has a different effect on you so okay. i think that it makes you like it can make you you know i don't know i've never done i've never done special k or i never did that's like neither have i but isn't that like a rave (laughs) drug don't people do that and like go dance dj tim hines would probably know about that dj would know but i I, yeah special k made it never my thing e special i never did any of that oh actually i did do one time i did do e one time and this dude tried to give everybody like foot rubs and back rubs and i was like i'm good Um, <laughs> yeah, I was at an E party. I did E once. I was at a party at Syracuse and everyone was, we were drinking bottles of water and everyone was touching each other and laying in beds mm-hmm. and it was, but it really didn't do anything for me, but I just, that was the type of drug that just never, never one I wanted to get into. Yeah. I never, I I, yeah, I never really wasn't my thing. Yeah. I'm not, uh, but I mean, when you do acid or mushrooms or anything, your eyes do get big like that. Right. Now, I don't think, but if I would, because that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, I don't think your eyes get big like that when you do cocaine, do they? I thought they get Don't the pupils, either pupils go really small or really big. I thought they go small when you're on cocaine and they go big when (sighs) you're tripping. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't remember. I thought psychedelics I, uh, make it big and cocaine and stimulants make it like an alcohol and shit make it make your pupils smaller. 
No, but no, alcohol is a depressant. I don't know. We're we're talking a lot about drugs today. (laughs) Hey, man. Well, for for just a little bit of because the doc's like, so the guy you're the person you give it to is like your size. Like, oh, interesting. Yeah, he did ask him. He said, like Howard or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Is he's trying to see if if he's like Howard, but it did seem like he was testing it too, right? So, oh yeah, he was. She was testing it to see what yeah. the effects would be. Yeah. So that's interesting. And he said it would last two, like an hour two or hours. two. Yeah, two hours. So, so I'm trying to think of something that because this show is so Sherlock Holmes that it's like, mm. are they later going to say like you know the coffee Howard drinks reacted with? I'm, I'm trying to think of like. You know, maybe his natural diet or something. I don't know, like what kind of reaction he could have. But that just kind of scared me when I immediately right. thought that he was gonna, he was gonna, mm. he's gonna get offed by these two cretins. Who? That's another reason yeah. why this episode. You know what? I think too solo. One of the reasons why these three episodes have been hard to watch. I, I get not hard to watch, but not as much fun too. Is that Jimmy and Kim really are becoming the villains, right? Like, since Lalo and Gus are not as present, I mean, we saw, we see more of Lalo and he does something bad this episode, but it's like, it's just every scene with Jimmy and Kim seems desperate. And I'm asking myself, why are they continuing to do this? Like even that is a great point, right? When they're at the doctor's office, like I'm interested in it, and for the podcast too, I'm trying to pay attention. But then I'm also watching it, and I'm like, "Why the fuck are they wasting their time? Now they're gonna drug him? Like, what the fuck is? What are you doing? Like, I don't find this fun." Yeah, you know what? That's a great. That's the way to put it. That is the perfect way to put it because. We know our Gus's, our Salamancas, they're bad dudes. Yes. We know that. But our heroes, quote unquote, the two that we really like root for are not even breaking bad, breaking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and breaking asshole. Yeah. It's very not uncomfortable. Just stupid, like prickish, breaking That's prick. a great point. Yeah. Breaking. Well, but uh, yeah, I think it's the. And, you know, and they're probably doing this on purpose to us, but it's it's a very uncomfortable. I don't love the storyline. I, I I love I love how it's being created and the mystery of what is about to go down. But again, I brought it up in the first episode. Am I supposed to hate Howard? Yeah. And then you see his home life, which we'll talk about. And you're just like, I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, let's talk about and it because so, we don't get that much. We only get two quick scenes with Howard. Let's diverge for a second. What a little yeah, scene there. That. I mean, I really, he's trying to. I like that a lot. Put I the like peace sign in the coffee for his wife. Oh, I know. <laughs> she pours it out, of course. But it's like, you know, what, it, and maybe. I thought of one thing, okay, which is they're getting Howard on the cocaine stuff. They're trying to convince people 
that he's a cokehead, right? Because they right. both believe that no one would think Howard would do that, right? Like it's yeah. it's it's more believable because it's unbelievable. It's like people, oh, he had a deep dark secret. What happens if he does have a deep dark secret? What happens if Howard is in recovery? Because just the way he's so, I was trying to, I was thinking about how, how like stick up the ass he is and how military style and how he hung his jacket in the car before he came in to make the coffee. Right. And how everything is set up like Gus, you know? Yeah. Maybe he is, maybe Howard had an issue. Maybe that's what happened with him and his wife and maybe giving him these drugs will actually send him down. Well, like, mm. you know, I don't know. I was just coming up with something, but anyway, no, but it's, but real quick, actually, you're, I think you're onto something. I mean, it may not be right, but it's a good, because think about how like neat freak he is yes. and how organized and fit. And there, it, it almost feels like someone who's either born again or recovering from something and needs, needs this, needs this routine. Cause he doesn't come off as a military. I mean, he could have been a military guy. We I doubt know. he was. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. But he could have been, but it just seems like he's, he's into this routine. And it, for, I guess to me, it doesn't seem like he's just one of those eccentric guys or whatever. It just feels like there's a reason behind it. Why he's doing mm. that. You know, he, you know, yeah. she, she just throw. He makes this nice coffee with the peace sign, and Sandrine Holt, great actress, I love her. Um, she just pours it into her cup, like to, and it's spilling, and and he's just like, but he's not like flipping out. He's you know cleaning up after her and stuff, and I just again, I just you know, and I think that's what they're trying to do. I really feel bad for. Him. I wonder. And the, the reason why I came up with the thing of like Howard in recovery or something's up with something's wrong with Howard mm-hmm. is it occurred to me while watching it. And I think it was it's plain to anyone watching it that she seemed to be the dominant party here. Right. And when mm-hmm. he described her in therapy, he said she's still unwilling Right. Or she's unwilling to talk about it or she's still like Mm -hmm. unmoved. And I just got the feeling that Howard did something like it feels that way. Yeah. He fucked up. (laughs) Right. And he's trying to make make amends in his own way. And she's just disregarding it. And the simple thing she doesn't say, oh, this coffee look. Oh, thank you, honey. So sweet. I love it. She knows. it's She dumps it. She dumps it into the the you know, take out, you know, bin or no, what, what is it called? It's just a, you know, to go cup, whatever, steel cup, whatever. But it's just like that. And again, the way this show, the detail, and sometimes it's a slow scene, but those little things, they're little clues. They do so well. And I really enjoyed that sequence at Howard's. Great. I really did. Like, I'd like that more because then, you know what irritated me last week with the the ruler or whatever it's called you know i just i guess i am just so mad at that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh another great part of this was when 
he warns her about Jimmy, and that was cool too. I love that's the one uh, thing I do have to compliment the writers on this whole plot against Howard is it do- I think it does help the audience that Howard knows what's going on because it would be even more frustrating if Howard was right. like, Who's doing this to me? But you know, so I think it's more interesting. Yeah. But after but, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. It may go towards your thing like you may hear stuff because, you know, he's trying they're trying to do the coke thing with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one of those things like that's why, you know, you may hear that I'm back on dr- or whatever. Right. It's not true. You know, that's what I was going to say that it, it did. It sounded like he was saying to her things that she might think are true. Right. Right. Like he wasn't like you might hear the most ridiculous things. He was kind of like just hinting, but then she responds to him, duly noted, which is kind right. of Howard's line, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, that? big time. Yes, Jimmy. Big time. Duly right. noted. Duly noted. Yes, so yeah. I kind of like when she said that, I don't know. It was interesting to me that they put that line there because that actually made me feel like she's going to have his back. I somehow oh. felt like his what like I, I don't know why, but it made me feel like that was actually a little bit of a or maybe she was um maybe she was that was a little empathetic in her part. That was a little bit of a peace offering to use like his word. Or maybe mm. it was that she was maybe I miss understood it and she was just trying to be a prick back to him saying the shit that he says all the time you know yeah i don't know you know and that's and again that's one of the great one of the great things about the show we don't know and we're gonna find find out out. hopefully we'll find out i think we will but i i like i you know i like that intrigue it gave me i'm glad they opened the door on howard's life a little bit like with the therapy and now with we meet his wife yeah um, it just, it really, um, I just really, I, I like it cause I needed, I wanted a little more from Howard Me too. And, and I'm glad they're giving it to us because again, is this, if something bad happens to him, you know, we're seeing more about him. And sometimes that does happen when you see more, like you have that episode flashback episode of somebody and they die at the end of the episode. You're like, oh, that's the reason why they dominated the episode. <laughs> like every Walking yeah. Dead episode ever made. Um, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, you know, like we're gonna tell the backstory and then you die. Uh, the, yeah. Like you're the actor reading it and you're like so excited. Oh my god, I'm getting my own. Oh shit. Um, that's why. But uh, yeah. it would be hilarious, and it would be very Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul if it turns out that Howard actually had a problem with cocaine and hookers <laughs> like, right. and then his wife is like, not again, Howard. And then Jimmy and Kim are like, what the fuck? Oh my God. He really, this is a real thing. But, um, do you think if he did, do you think Jimmy and Kimmy know that he did? N- no. And that's I why know. they did that. No, I don't okay. think that they would keep that from us. We we don't know okay. that, so I think that that would be a weird thing. That would not because they plainly say when they were coming up with this thing like last season, you know, and they have said 
a couple times, I think in the beginning of this, they were just like, who would expect this from Howard? You know, like that's one of the mm. reasons to do it. Right. Cause it's, he's such a clean cut guy in the view of many. Yeah. But it also makes sense too. Right. Like it's one of those weird right. coincidences. It's like, you know, it's a good con artist thing. And we get another scene with Howard when he meets with the private investigator and he sees that Jimmy is picking up 20 K and they kind of make mention like what for what legal reason would you need that? But that to me totally looked like a purposeful thing. Right? Like that Jimmy knew they were taking those pictures. Okay. This is this is what I have for you. Okay. That that's exactly what I thought. Is is this a setup? I Does totally G- think uh, so. G- yeah. Okay, so you think Jimmy and Kim are that smart? that they would think Howard would get a private eye. Now oh, I was definitely. thinking is okay. Definitely. So that's why I think the pictures are set up. Then I went one further. The way this PI looks, he looks like a Saul guy. Oh my God. That's so good. He, yeah, he looks like he could love be it. in on it. That they are, they hired, they actually got him. Yes. Got him to I be think, the inside guy. Yes. I think that's, I, I really totally believe that. Yeah. That's a brilliant. I really, Keith. that's brilliant. and it's all because honestly, I at first I didn't think that if it was a tougher like <laughs> Italian guy, a Dennis Farina guy. Well, maybe not Dennis Farina because he could pull off comedy very well. But this guy just looks like if he's even a real private eye guy, <laughs> he just looks like he doesn't look like a private eye guy to me. Maybe Albuquerque. I don't know. He just doesn't look like your typical private eye. Your central casting private eye. Let's put it that way. Um, so I think he could be in on it. <laughs> I like and that. he's getting double paid on top of it. I like that very much. Very much. That's good, man. Um, all right. Let's talk a little bit. We had some other stuff with... Uh, we saw Kim in court, and that's when we find out how. But it was good to see her in court, getting that dude off She's of the good. air freshener. Yeah, and you know that brings She's up good. A, that brings up a question <laughs> that I wanted okay. to ask you, and it 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 strikes at the heart of the Kim Wexler question, and I think this little scene where Cliff is so in awe of her. And makes this big offer and she's so excited. And then when she tells Jimmy at his new office, they're so excited, you know, though that scene is bizarre because they just continue to go on with the Howard shit. But this idea, Heath, that if you when you call me Heath. Yeah, I did. I I know something serious is coming. (laughs) I know something serious is coming. Like like when my mom used to call me Heath Kenneth. Oh, whoa. Um, I'm in trouble. The idea that somehow you can balance out the bad things you do if you do other good things in life Mm -hmm. is something that I personally do not subscribe to, but Kim seems to really be in on this idea and it kind of is what is she's using as an excuse to get away with this behavior. What do you think about that idea, Heath? Do you think that by seeing the great things that she's doing for this kid and other people, right? We've seen her other cases. Does it make you feel 
less like what they're doing to Howard is not as bad or oh, not at all. Not at all. This is my thing and my philosophy with life. You know how people say play hard, work hard um, or, you know, something to that effect. Kim, Kim is really lost herself in this pro bono stuff and she's doing good. But, you know, is her reasons because of the like you said, because of the bad stuff, she's trying to balance it out. Now, I, I, I believe if someone works hard and does does works their ass off, that they deserve to do things that they want to do but as long as it doesn't hurt other people. So honestly, like you work hard and maybe you're one vice, you like to drink. Okay. Well, it's going to hurt you. But if you start changing when you're drinking, you start missing work, you drive, you, 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 you're, you know, rude to your loved one or, or it changes you then that you don't get to, you know, that's not fair. Um, You know, so I kind of like was always thinking of that. It's like, we have our vices or our hobbies, you know, and most people, you know, most run of the mill people, they'll work hard and they have their little hobbies and they're the good family people and they're doing models or, you know, they watch sports like my, yeah, my getaway. I, I love to watch sports. Yeah. Like I love to watch, watch sports and, you know, <laughs> you love to watch like, sports. You became watch. There's my Rhode Island uh, yep, accent yep, came out, yep. but like, but, 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 but as I get older, I realize, wait a minute, if I'm doing something that's affecting someone, even though I enjoy it, maybe I don't need to do it as often or not do it at all. Right. Um, and so, but with her instance, it's a little different. It's not, Hey, I, I do this pro bono stuff. So I'm going to go, be a con artist that's my reward yeah. it's the opposite she's being you know she well she did work hard but then she just whether she got bored with it or what well, and she's then not she getting just, the attention she wants she's doing all these yeah. great things and nobody's telling her that she's great nobody's saying great job kim they're saying to her yeah. you have a oh, great she's mom Keep, she's married you know, like the guy says she's married to, to slipping jimmy yeah for god's it's, sakes it's very yeah yeah it's, it's a pathology and yeah, I just yeah. want to talk. I just want to kind of cover. I think we talked no, about I, that in the preview episode. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I do not subscribe to that idea. No, I don't There's either. No, uh, you know, and I think some people mistake that or, or for somehow the people will say that's like karma or something, which it's not. That's a di- kind of a different concept. No, if you're doing but, good, no. why do bad? Because it takes away from the good. And if you're doing bad and you do good. Okay, it may help, but <laughs> you think you're still you doing bad? bad shit. Yes, exactly. But you're still that's, doing bad shit. The, so it's a zero it, it sum. Makes right no there. sense. Anything you do yeah, bad makes no sense to me. Is still bad. You, now, if you have a past of being bad, right. and all you do is ah, good now to make up, that's different. Well, now that's, we're talking about time travel atone. now, Solo. So, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, are we? Where, where the hell saying, am I? 1942. If Kim went to oh. the island. After the con <laughs> and met and then met Harper <laughs> from Shining Girls. And there you go. A lot of different stuff happening. Um, Tampa yeah, job, that's, that's that. I just want to talk because I think that even when you're yeah, watching no. a show like this, it's good to converse about the concepts like that, because I do think you get caught up in your appreciation for the character or for that 
in this case too, that the actress playing the character, like, wow, they're doing such a great job, right? Like kind of surprising you, a person rises up through the show as this happened in this yeah. case. And they keep on, they make the role bigger and bigger and it becomes central to now a star of the show. Um, yeah. But it's good to, if they were doing a con Axel of someone we hated or a bad person, it would be fine with me <laughs> to be honest. If they were I doing agree. this, but they're doing this to Howard, yes, who's not an evil person. I agree. They're punching down. Yeah. They're punching down. They're doing this they're to not, Gus, yes. say, or yeah. they're doing to a murderer or something. You know, then it was, we'd be so behind it. It's like the revenge. Right. Or you know, if Howard really was a done. bad guy. Yeah. Or yeah. if he was just a terrible guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, you know, that's the issue we have. That's the conundrum, if you will. That's, I think, one of the reasons why these episodes are rubbing us the wrong way, because we don't like what's about to happen. Yeah. Or foresee, you know, to happen. So, yeah. And there are and and we see it, too, in the um, that new office is ridiculous. It's like 18 different styles. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I I thought I was in my grandma's place or something. Uh, But uh, Francesca, she's she's doing her. She's doing her her best, and Kim is like, it's so, I like it. And then when she asked Kim about the wedding, are you registered? It was so weird. Like, we've talked about that, too. Like, their relationship is so weird that for someone to interject on something normal, like, hey, can I give you a card or can I give you a gift? And Kim is just like, what? No, that's, she's almost surprised that someone would think that. Right. You know, that's so right. weird. And, you know, and she and she gave a little smile like for a second there. She she it's like she felt like a normal person. Mm, and then, yeah. you know, of course, it goes away. But it was like it was like for someone again. No, that goes back to your point of no one's telling Kim. I mean, you know, m- maybe uh, I was going to say Gil. What the hell is it? What is Ed Begley's name? Cliff. Cliff. Like, Cliff yeah, name. Cliff. What? Like she's getting praise from cliff but it's part of the con a bit and it's a little bit too late i think and you know she just you're right she just didn't have that upbringing of people probably being positive she worked her ass off on her own to get to where she is and now she's her you know true self might be coming out of you know the cons and everything so uh, it's a complex you know, situation with Kim's character. I, I, and, like, uh, I like the idea you had solo and I would, I would not be entirely shocked if in the next episode or if another episode there, I don't know how they don't have so much time to do it, but maybe th- I like the idea of that scene, that flashback being like the start of Kim doing cons with her mom and mm-hmm. we just never and and we didn't know that cuz that's what's all that's the thing about so many of the characters it. on this show is like they dive so deep into things that are happening now and so mm-hmm. a, a lot of the time there was like a a a, a forcefulness to the um uh, an urgency I should say to what was what's happening and then we sit back and we're like, we don't even fucking know Kim. Like, we don't really, you know what I'm saying? Like, we right. have no idea. She might have lost her. She might have lost herself at 
pursuing to do the law. Yeah. She broke the law so many times, and that was her way to cleanse herself by becoming a lawyer. But then she goes back. She liked Jimmy. Yeah. It's like we don't, we just don't know. Yeah. We just don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it, it feels like that's what we're seeing now that we had this episode, uh, which let's call it controversial, slow or not. Think about our discussion today. There's a lot we've discussed about yeah, these characters. Definitely. So that just yeah. is like, wait a minute. This is man. there's a lot happening here. There's a lot. Speaking of which, a lot happening. We get Jimmy getting Francesca to call HHM to to, to pretend that her mom's in the uh sandpiper thing to be a part of this call. And um that is a if you remember in Breaking Bad she Jimmy had her he like cajoled her to uh convince Hank that Marie had been in a car accident you remember that that's right that's right so that was kind of like a callback but it also shows how and I don't and I like this one is a subtle one that's why I liked it more than even the vacuum thing which is because it shows how much Jimmy is Saul now, right? Like he's not becoming Saul even just through this episode. He's getting excited when they're looking at the, their bill, you know, their turned around painting with all their plans on it. Right. And their secret little hieroglyphs. It's weird. Like they have their hieroglyphs. That book has its hieroglyphs, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a secret language that only they understand. Um, but uh, he's all happy about it, you know. I don't. There's not the. It seems like the Jimmy in the beginning of the season that didn't want to do this is fully gone. I I feel at this point in time he's in this just as much as Kim. Yeah, it does feel that way. I mean, just the reaction when he sees the judge with the cast on his arm, yes, he's and he's screaming and banging yep. because you know. Saul, Saul is basically Jimmy with money and some power. Yeah. He's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just getting that adulation. Got, That's success. Yeah. I'd love though, when he's, when, when they're, you know, you got the JJ Abraham's crew there <laughs> again. <laughs> and, and I love when Saul is like, or even like Bob Odenkirk, the way, <laughs> the way he's like, not directing. Well, I guess he does direct these commercial stuff, but the way he's like in charge, I freaking love it. Yes. And then, you know, Kim comes in, picks, picks the right mustache, trim it a little bit, boom, wax the ends. Like he's all like, yes. You like, I'd love that. You know, I, I love that Saul slash Jimmy are when he's all excited. You know, that's the thing yeah. is I do question their love or what each of them even kind of what love they can actually even express like towards themselves or anyone else. But there's no denying though, that they make a good team. Oh, they would be like, they're the best, best friends. Yeah. Like they would be all Jim and get, you know, it's like, you know, back to, it seemed like, like back in high school, they would be best friends dating other people in college. They'd still be, you know, like they're just seem to be uh, like, you know, they're the best of friends without the sexual chemistry, you know, but they have needs as well. So we they all have best friends. We all benefits. have needs solo. We all have. Yeah. Needs. And, and seeing, uh, <laughs> and, and, but uh, so 
so oh and also the 495 bucks for that tequila with that tequila top yes <laughs> we've seen that tequila many times before a breaking yeah. bad and in this show too and we don't know too yeah. now is the top that we see in the beginning of the season from the bottle that kim had in her office remember or right from or is it from this bottle right like which bottle well because he left the bottle at the altar um i love i love shots like that they did it once in er to where like i think it's something like a guy's in someone's bed and you hear a woman in the shower or something and then the camera pans and you see crutches and one of the laura ennis played the character on er that had the crutches uh you know and it was just like you knew it was her having a one night stand or something. Yeah, you know, it was just like the simple prop of of a, of a main character. Nice. And I just love how you don't see Saul leave, but you see the tequila bottle back, and that's that says it all. And that that's just that's just you know I, I love stuff like that. And um, so I, what I want to so of course Saul gets all upset because he has a cast now, and you see his arms in the pictures. So let's try to let's try to piece this together. What okay. the possible scam could be? Let's let's see how good we are in detecting. Okay. Um, so hit me. Okay. 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 So I mean, you fill in the blanks from this episode. So we it doesn't seem like they're making a video. It seems like they took a lot of photos. Mm-hmm. Now it it almost looks like. It, it could be the judge and is Jimmy is, is Saul in the pictures with them? I couldn't make it out. Um, is that, is that Saul in the pictures with the judge? Yes. Or, okay. So could that be where that 20 grand mm. is happening with the judge? We, we, we got this ointment or whatever, this special K that they're going to use on Howard. Um, so you have those clues there. Um, but like, what are they going to do with the pictures? Like, is it, it has to be something in a time frame? because why would he get upset about the cast if this isn't something recent and those pictures, um, I mean, they look like PI type pictures, you know, the, 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 the PI wasn't there. I'm, I'm guessing when they were doing the photo shoot, but it just seemed very PI ish. Um, or someone surveilling them. Uh, so I, I'm just trying to think what this D day is. I'm, I'm, I'm start. I, I, I have not figured it out in any way, but I did think that there, Oh, real quick before oh, you go. And, and, and there, and there's that conference call with the sandpiper, right? So that's happening next Thursday or whatever it is, because they do talk about next week as D-Day. And so we do have a passage of time, uh, you know, whether it's a week or, um, you know, five days or whatever it is, because uh, they do mention that. So um, and, we, and they needed to know the code for Sandpiper, that whole conference call. So that looks to be like a, a potential conference call. That's a big deal next week or so is the d-day something to do with that um i would assume 
but what does it have to do with the judge? Is that judge involved in the sandpiper? I mean, like, yeah, that's, so I'm he, just like, he's the, he is the, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the arbitrator, the, uh, auditor or arbitrator. Yes. Uh, what's the right word for it? I'm not getting the right word for it, but he is, uh, yes, I guess you would say the arbitrator arbitrator. Yeah. That, hey, I'll, t- I'll take that. That sounds good. The thing I'm trying to figure out is Jimmy in that shot. I can't remember now. I, I, you know what? Because I am getting a little confused because there's yeah, shots of Jimmy. That's from right. the previous scene. Exactly. And now, is this... That's why. But, but he's handing something to someone. Now I can't remember you. No, I don't I'm think like, Jimmy's in the shot. I just think he's handing okay. something. Someone's handing something to him. And I think it's right. that. But I'm starting to think if it was their intent that Howard know that they're involved are they somehow going to the lengths of incriminating themselves in order to incriminate him and they're gonna say like yeah howard asked us to buy Mm. him off or something and then so and then so howard actually having the photo of jimmy taking that money out somehow like makes Howard an accomplice to what's happening. I don't know. I, I I don't know. We'll have to see. Because yeah, because real quick, because of Howard's PI. Yeah. Showing him that he's withdrawing money, you know, 20 grand, he can't be up to anything legal. And then with this whole thing, so it's, it's gotta be connected and they want Howard to think mm-hmm. they're involved, but it, uh, yeah. So it's, it's Something a complicated like thing. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's a complicated thing and uh, i thought it would be fun to kind of figure it out but i don't think we really can you know i wouldn't uh you know it's something's going on you know what (laughs) sorry folks i think if we mixed the information we have with their billboard you know of stuff Mm -hmm. we might be able to come up with something and let's not forget the drugs too Right. So is this, not. you know, and what is Howard does? The other thing is Howard's wife mentions, I'm going to this thing, right? I'm going to this dinner yeah. or something. Oh, you'll have the house to yourself. Or does, is the conversation right. they had have anything to do with what's going on? Or, you now, know what I mean? Like, why did we meet Howard's wife? If she, or if we're not right. going to see her again. Why did they were cast there two her? separate yeah. things? Yeah, were there two separate things? Because they were going to go to something. She's like, "I'll go," and then right. she's like, "I'm not coming home. I'll have a thing." So those are two separate things. So yeah, I interesting. But I got to figure we're going to see Howard's wife again. She has to somehow yeah. get involved with what happens. Um, that's what I think at this point. There's one more yep. Jimmy and Kim scene that I wanted to mention, which I thought was really almost sadistic and made me really uncomfortable is when they go and drink at the, uh, in front of HHM. Oh, yes. Omaha beach, which is funny because jeans in Omaha and Mm -hmm. saw the Nebraska license plate and, you know, bringing it back home for Kim in a way or, 
and and also mm-hmm. pointing to his future. It was it was a great play on words there, but I thought that that was like when they did that, I was like, ew. I was like, yuck. Oh, ew and yuck. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it just shows like I'll how be deep yeah. into this that they're going to go celebrate yeah. there. It's like, ugh, no. Yeah. Nobody's celebrating yeah. watching this. Nobody at home is going like, yeah, get Howard, I think, you know? Yeah. I, I mean. Not healthy. Again, an- another scene that just gets us really like against them in a way. Yep. So, mm. um, the rest of the episode, there was this stuff with Mike where he's taking guys off his house and putting them at Alameda. And it turns out Alameda is where his granddaughter is. Uh, it was nice mm-hmm. little Mike stuff, but you know what? I got to say, it's pretty obvious to me that Mike is not playing a huge part in this season so far at all. Yeah, it's disappointing. And but actually, I'm going to disagree with you here, Solo. I'm not really disappointed by it, and I'll say why. Because Mike plays such. Because Jonathan Banks is directing the next episode. <laughs> is that why? Because Jonathan Banks is in my house. He's sitting right next to me. Jonathan, he stopped what, by. He what do you by. have to say? Yeah, well, Walter, yeah. Um, Jesse. Oh, well, that was too 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 high at the end. Uh, but anyway, he plays yeah. such a big part in Breaking Bad that I'm okay with it. Like I feel like right, right, Mike. If you're if you somehow are watching this in an order like that, if you watch this first and then Breaking Bad, or even vice versa, like we know that we're not going to see Mike's end in Better Call Saul. And we know that Mike plays, again, a huge part in Breaking Bad, a huge part. So I don't think that letting Kim and Jimmy and Lalo and Gus, other people have more time this season is a bad thing. You know? No, I do think we'll get something with Mike. And it could be something with Lalo or something. I think Mike will have a, yeah. a, a last great moment of Better Cross. All. They won't just, okay, it's done. And then I we're was doing, thinking about uh, that solo. I was thinking about that because I was thinking of, I wrote in my notes, not a lot. Let's ask, oh. let's talk about not a lot of Mike this season. Um, and I was thinking, I feel like Mike's being set up to save Gus and that cements, and that's why they have such a close relationship in Breaking Bad. Right. And I think such so a too. deep trust. I think so too. I think so too. You know, and I think it's going to be a great Mike moment. Yep. And there, because there's no way Vincent Gould will let Mike just fizzle out and be like, "Okay, Papa." Yeah. You know, no. No. You're, you know, uh, there's going to be something, and and you know, and and it's good because they didn't overdo it with Mike. Yeah. They I gave like us it. a lot. And I, I do like it because, you know, sometimes you have these great characters, but, you know, Mike isn't the main lead and the show is not all about him. Uh, but we get enough where it just keeps Mike like when he does stuff, it's like, oh, Mike, like when he's setting the trap at his house because, he knows someone's coming or, you know, it's just like it, it's just like that cool stuff. I love, 
you know, I, I love the Mike stuff. I'm a big Mike fan. He's yeah. my guy. And, but, but, uh, I, you know, I'm okay. You like Mike. Um, you want to be like Mike. I, you know what? I want to be like Mike, you know, if you could dream. Um, I agree with you. And the good thing that they're not doing is making this stuff like 30 minutes long. It was four minutes, you know? They had the little, right. agree, you know, disagreement with Tyrus, which they've had. He's had before. Pulled a gun I'm right here. Something. They go to the the kid. They go right to the granddaughter's house, and you see Alameda, right? Ba-boom, ba-boom. And there's why. And that's it. Ba-boom. Nice. Mike has a heart. We're reminded that Mike exists. We didn't need this to like be stretched out where Mike gets mad about his son again, or Mike. Get, you know what I'm saying? Like I right. like that they are giving. That's why I appreciate it. Because they're not like using him for no reason, just because they think, oh, we need more Mike in the show because he's so awesome because he is awesome. But that's why mm-hmm. I kind of respect it. All right. Let's talk about the Lalo shit. This made me so sad. Yeah. After Lalo didn't kill Werner's wife, I was like, OK, maybe Lalo is going to not be mean to German people. But. I understand Casper, the dude, he ends up chopping his foot off, but I understand he's scared because anything having to do with God, they, he, they all thought they might die. Right. Like, right. So this is his biggest fear is that one of these fucking crazy cartel guys found him. So I don't think that Lalo handled this very well. He should have like quickly said, Hey, I hate Gus too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get it. You know, he should have been able to figure out that they don't like Gus because he knows that Werner died. And uh, you know what I'm saying? So, and from the wife, he has the information that, you know, I mean, that it was not, it doesn't seem to be under good circumstances. At least, I mean, she doesn't know, but. But it's like, you know, he's like, I know you sent him that thing. That's like, you know, and that's how he tracked him. And it was like, oh, that's why they didn't show up to anything. Right. So they were. Yeah, you're right. They didn't come to the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I didn't realize till second viewing. I thought it was just a sharp, sharp card. I didn't realize there was a blade behind it, a razor blade behind it. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I did not notice that first time. I was like, man, that card is really sharp. Um, so when I went, when, when you hit a guy with an ax and he's there to kill you and he's on the ground and he's trying to show you a card, don't lean towards it slowly <laughs> and, 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 and wonder what, you know, you know, or if he's whispering and you're like, what are you saying? Like, don't do it. If he's there to kill you, just hit when you hit him, hit him again, hit him again yep. and hit him again. But, yes. but, but that's why this German guy isn't a killer, trained killer. He hasn't been in these tr- situations. So, you know, we all, you know, say this is what you should do. But we don't know how people will react. He doesn't want to kill somebody. You know, he's a normal dude. He's trying to, you know, he's afraid and he doesn't want to kill. But unfortunately, you know, villains usually get the upper hand in these situations. Yeah. So. But this whole thing is going to get it's it's so sad that he loses like his fucking foot you know what i mean that's like terrible yeah. right and of course um, yes they're probably gonna and he's be hard to chop wood yeah well i think lala's gonna end up fucking killing him you know he's not gonna like oh he'll kill there. him yeah but um he's not gonna yeah. they're gonna figure out 
Lalo's going to quickly figure out. I wonder if they're going to, Lalo's going to be like, oh, why didn't you tell me you didn't like us? I wouldn't have chopped your foot off. (laughs) (laughs) You should have told me earlier, you know, like, come on. We could have just sat here and had a beer. All you had to tell me, they're making a fucking meth lab. Come on, you know, like, but I also wonder, there has to be more to to this, like. Just, I don't, is Lalo going to be back by next episode in like, no, see this, because this isn't enough. Even if no, he said, that's why we're not going to have yeah. a full gene second half. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. They have, there has um, to be, I more. could see two or three episodes or I could see them starting to do gene cold opens. And then we get, I mean, we might only get like one, maybe two Gene episodes. I don't think it's going to be the whole season, the second half of the season. I really don't. But, it, you know, it might be there'll be more of it, hopefully, um, you know, because it'd be nice to see po- more post Breaking Bad stuff. Um, you know, it kind of rewards us for, you know, being committed to the prequel uh, yes. as Axel is trying to break into NASA. But yeah, oh, so I'm sorry, I mean, I'm typing on the thing I, because <laughs> what I was looking up was I keep on I always forget the name of the company that owns Los Polos Hermanos, Los Pios. I can't. El Pollo Loco. El Pollo, El Pollo Loco. But it's um, the I, I always forget the name of the German uh, company. I was trying to look it up what the name of that German company is, because what I'm thinking is, is that how far back, um, is that, or is that how deep Lalo is going to get? Like, is he going to, I mean, because Estevia, as that's the name of it. No, Oh, (laughs) no. Remember in Breaking Bad, the Estevia was poisoned. Um, And the company for the, okay, wait, the company, uh, uh, oh, wait a second. Oh, Madrigal. Thank you. I, I always forget the name. Um, uh, Madrigal. Madrigal Electromotive GmbH. It's Madrigal. I, I don't know why. Oh, I the GmbH, bitches. Name. I will not forget that name again. But is he going to figure out about Madrigal and the money that they're that they're diverting and all that? That's what I'm wondering about because... Mm. I just don't understand if Lalo is going to go back to the cartel and be like, Gus paid a bunch of guys to make a big room under his fucking uh, laundromat. Like then Gus could just be like, yeah, I was going to hide drugs there. You know what I'm saying? Or I was going to, or or I was, it was going to, I was going to use it for us or, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't know they were yeah. making a meth lab. They only right, knew that right, they were right, making right. a big room that had ventilation and water and all that kind of, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. my understanding is they really didn't know. I think at the end he kind of figured out they, you know, Werner yeah. kind of figured out, but there was never like a direct talking to these other guys that they were like, we're making a meth lab. Right. And I'm wondering, you know how this long, like, you know, it start out with Gus is like, you know, Lalo's alive. Everyone else is like, I don't think so. And he's going through all these precautions 
to, to protect his bulletproof vest and everything. And it's just a waiting game. What if the second half of the season, we really don't see Lalo come back till the end. And, you know, and so he just shows up, you know, I mean, we, cause he's in Germany now. There could be more to that. There might be a couple episodes. We don't see Lalo. He's probably heading back, you know, and he could just pop up one day and one episode when we least expect it. I mean, who knows? Yeah. You know, it, so that's, that's true, but it just makes me think. I just don't understand at this point. Lalo's got to get a bit deeper to get that evidence. If he's following this yeah. through, this could take him a while longer. And while it takes him time to do that, Gus is not accomplishing anything when they first went back to the laundromat actually. And when they went back again, this episode, I thought for a second, Oh, are they going to start building it again? Like is Gus finally, no, he's not going to do that until he figures out what's happening with Lalo. So he's in a whole now, you know? Yeah. What, what about this potential theory? Just, I want your thoughts. Because that's what we do here on the DVR podcast does Better Call Saul. So what if, because I know in Breaking Bad, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, that Gus mentions all the Salamancas are gone, right? right? What if in this timeline, Lalo never comes back? So Gus finally feels good and is like, you know what? <laughs> that He's could dead. happen, but oh, I then think that would not be, no, it won't. That would not you know be why? keeping with the dramatic nature of this show, Solo. No, no. You know why it wouldn't <laughs> happen, too? Because Gus dies in Breaking Bad. Because yeah. I'm thinking he'll show up in the Gene timeline and go after Gus. Oh, wait. Gus is dead <laughs> in that timeline. Gus okay, screw ahead. that then. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I'm just nah. – I just want – I want to see – I'm. I thought that this whole scene, by the way, too, when it first started off, and the dude just chopping the wood, I think they did this on purpose. For a second, I thought it was like a fucking bounty commercial. I was like, wait a second, it still says AMC in the bounty corner. Commercial. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? That I'll was, be honest, I didn't pick up. It was the German, they, you know. Yeah, was, they did it so because they cut Nowitzki or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. Like I, I didn't. And then as it went on, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, okay. it was so seamlessly cut from the scene before that <laughs> the it, crazy car yeah, driving. Up. It was just yeah. weird. I was like, what's going on? And Lalo was so great, though. He's like, oh, hello. Oh, I don't speak German. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> you. But oh, um, yeah, Tony Dalton. Man, they hit a home run with that casting. My God, he's great. So good. All right, man. That's it. We hit the end of the app. That so, was a lot of fun. We did. We ended up having a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think. I thought this was going to be like a 25 minute episode, but you know, I maybe 10 minutes. And if we, maybe yeah, five. Yeah. The only time we've done that short of an episode, we watched for TV talk because we That's had true, to. true. I know. Well, it's always oh, harder to days. edit. It's always harder to edit. Um, And that, that guy pissing in uh, Saul's office. That was interesting. Yes, that was fun. Uh, the water <laughs> features and just heard. Now we know that she is going to have a hand in his disgusting office, <laughs> right? right? That he eventually ends up in. It's not like Kim kind of gives the ins a little bit of a kick, but then she's going to take it to the high gear 
And I think that that's how that that's like a little precursor talking about the the water fountains and that. Yeah, the guy pissing and it was pretty funny. But the funniest part is when he 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 has no choice but to help him. (laughs) Yeah, because he doesn't want him pissing. Clean up on aisle nine. That's kind of like a that's why this show is so amazing, too, because just a little interaction like that. I just pause and I think to myself, that's like a weird catch 22, like that he, right? He doesn't want, he grabs him and he's like, stop pissing. Oh no, I have to help you now to piss in my own office. So you don't, yeah, you know, know. it kind of like speaks to him, what he's doing to himself constantly and like the situation that they're in. And I thought it was kind of cool, but, um, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Go on to, uh, dvrpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Um, what else we got? We're going to be back next week with a super special guest that Solo is going to love. And uh, then we take a little break. Like I said, we're going to resurrect Westworld. We're going to turn ourselves on and uh, the host will reappear. <laughs> Well, that didn't sound right. Oh, God, I forgot um, all of Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, but you're kind of right. <laughs> but uh, that's going to happen. But we'll be back, of course, after the break. We'll have a bunch of other guests. A lot of people, We don't, you know, there's a bunch of people that uh, want to bring on, and we'll bring them on. And any other uh, final words you have for today, Solo? The only thing I got to say is the only reason I'm doing this podcast, they're making it worth my while. <laughs> 